thank you. Don't worry, that's fine. Thank you very much. Right, everybody grab your seats again. Well done, you found our coins. Because you know, when the woman lost her coins, what do you think she was feeling? When the woman lost her, sad, yeah. Do you think she felt anything else? Sad, anything else? Maybe annoyed, oh, I've lost a coin. Anything else? Maybe feeling a bit angry? What were you going to say? You forgot. Maybe worried. Oh no, where's that coin? Where was going to put it? And when she found the coins, what do you think she felt then? They found her lost coin. Happy, excited, yes. Now Jesus was talking about this woman and her coins because he was trying to teach the people about Father God. And Jesus, as we heard from the drama, told three stories about a shepherd, about a woman and her coins, and about a father and his sons. And at the beginning of that story, the younger son, he leaves the home and he walks away and he's like, I'm not wanting anything to do with you, Dad. I'm going out on my own. And it really hurts the father. But the father waits and waits and waits. And then the younger son comes home. And what does the father do? Do you remember in the story what happened to the, the son? What did the father do? He gave him, he did, he gave him a huge cuddle and a big kiss. Did he do anything else? Do you remember? Older ones upstairs? What did he do? They celebrated with a feast. A huge party. It would have been such a big, when we have a party, who do we invite? We invite our friends, our family. But this feast would have included everybody. The whole village would have come. Hundreds of people invited for food and dancing and celebration. Now Jesus was trying to teach us something very important about God. With the adults, I have spent eight weeks. This is the ninth week and I'm sure you're ready for a change. So you'll be glad that we're nearly there. Final week, we have looked at this story in so much detail, haven't we? There's books on this, so you've got the light version, trust me. But we've got this one final thing that Jesus wants us to remember, that Father God celebrated. He threw a party when the younger son came home. And it's what's interesting, is in your pictures, I see that you know that God is loving, that he is creative, that he's looking down on us, that Jesus is with him, that he wants to help us, that he told stories. I see lots of great things that you have been taught in Sunday school, that you've been taught by your parents and your grandparents and friends. But you know, I'm not sure if we have any pictures that show God celebrating. If you did draw that, you can tell me afterwards, okay? But we don't see any there. And I wonder if that points to something in us adults. That maybe they would have drawn more of that if more of us believed it. We know God loves us. We've got, yeah, God loves me. But do we really believe that God rejoices over us? Do we really believe that? We looked recently at God being judge, and he is. That God is loving and he welcomes us. But not, he, we sometimes, I think, maybe equate God being loving with, God kind of puts up with us. He knows we're a bunch of messed up individuals and because he loves us, he welcomes us home. 
And he's like, ugh, I can tolerate them, but that's all. But actually, the Bible says something very different. Zephaniah, writing to the people of old, God's people said, The Lord your God is in your midst, a warrior bringing victory. He will create calm with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. God not only loves you, he not only loves our children, he not only loves me, he celebrates over us. He rejoices over us. And I know some of you think I'm mad on a Sunday and raising my hands in worship. But part of that is the outflow that I know that God loves me and he celebrates in me. So I celebrate in him. And I'm not saying that you have to do that to, to be expressing that. Please don't misunderstand me. You worship in however you want to worship. But God doesn't just love you. He celebrates over you. He rejoices in you. He even does a wee dance. It might be a dad dance, but it's a dance nonetheless because he thinks you are incredible. Incredible. And so today, here's an old picture of the Sunday school at Christmas, which I look forward to seeing later this year. Here, we have celebrated you, our Sunday school members, our children, our young people. We're so glad that you are part of church here, that you're part of our family. We think you're amazing and we rejoice over you. We thank God for the leaders and volunteers within the Sunday school, that you give your time and we rejoice over you. Today, we have rejoiced in our Father and that one who loves us. But please, please remember, because you have returned to him, God rejoices over you. He sings a song of joy over you. He dances a wee jig in heaven and throws a party for you and for me and for all of us. So let's go out into this world knowing who our God is and delighting in him because he delights in us. And so we close our service as we sing together our final hymn, Bless the Lord, O my soul, for there are 10,000 reasons to do so. Let us stand to sing.